1: On the
0: road again Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green.
1: Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 96 of the Patriot. Once again, we're here on a Sunday, Saturday morning and it's Gary Green and Dana Southern, Your Car Insiders. You can reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. You know, one thing that Dana and I don't do, and I see it a lot on TV shows, okay? We don't leave you hanging. Nope. We don't finish a radio show and say, we're going to talk about this next week. Now, how many TV shows do you watch that right when it's supposed to come out, there's the break? And then when they come back from the break, they talk for another two minutes about what they finished, the last segment with, and they. So I always joke and say, how much of a sixty-minute TV show is actually the TV show? Now, another thing that I that I makes me crazy, is when you watch the news, and. One of them, they talk about the highlights for the, sh- for the news, and there's a story you want to see. They don't play that story for 40 minutes. They keep you hanging on the end of the chair. Now, the most scrutinized car industry in the world has to be the car business. Everybody that s- sells cars is slime. Everybody that, you know, they're the, the kinkiest this, they're this, they're that, you know. If you... Paid attention to everything you do. You could possibly go into a, a store, buy a two thousand dollar couch, and pay more profit than a car dealership makes on a thirty thousand dollar car.
2: And when you think about that, it's kind of crazy. But with you know some people, and it's kind of odd because you know our goal is to help our clients achieve the the very best possible outcome each and every time and we don't fall short short of our goal sometimes the, the vehicle may simply cost more than a person can afford but as it relates to the the whole idea of buying a car for someone that's not in the auto industry and the, the thought process of of what they're going to try, what they're going to look at, and then what actually happens, I you know I, I really can't imagine. I you know, for me, with well over thirty years in and around the auto industry, never really had to to deal with the the types of things or hear the types of things that that many people hear and and then ultimately, It's not opaque, it's not transparent, it's not clear, unless it's clear. If Gary assists you, I promise you, it will be clear. If I assist you, it will be clear. There is no gray. There is no range of payment when you agree to terms. If they tell you a payment and it's off by $17 and change, like I spoke about last week, and it's a five-year term, We're talking about well over $1,000 in interest just in one little mistake.
1: You know, and one of the things, you know, I mentioned, you know, other businesses and things like that. I think that one of the most most emotional businesses today is taking your dog to the vet. How many people in the vet's office say, I'm not going to pay to do that? How many people figure out how to finance a $4,000 operation for their dog in the vet's office? Now, recently got a new puppy, went to the vet because the day we got him, my wife was just a little concerned about a couple of his little things that were going on. So my wife called. The vet's office was closing in a half hour, and they said, you can bring him in, but since it's so close to closing, it's going to be an emergency room call. Poppycock. My wife's when it comes to animals doesn't care. So I jump in the truck. I take the puppy over and we go through this battery of tests. We do this. We do that. And the young man proceeds to show me the thing. And he says, hey, and I just want to let you know, based on the fact that we're doing all this, we've lowered the cost of the visit since you're buying all these other things to this. And it was about $60 different from what they told us the price was prior to getting there to what it was now. Now part of it was the new bill was $600. That included the visit, the tests, and all the follow-up shots for the next four appointments with the puppy. And I didn't say one word. And all of a sudden he comes in and he shows me the screen and I'm pretty good at reading and seeing things. and. On the screen, I saw it when he first showed it to me, customer is aware that this will be an emergency room charge for the visit. So he said to me, I missed that. I said, you know, I didn't miss it. I saw it when you explained everything and I was just thinking since I was spending over 600 bucks, you were trying to help out a little bit. So here's what I'd like you to do. Here's my credit card charge me the whole balance. I will do the the follow-up visits for the dog, for its shots, and you will never, ever see me again. Because I'm not cutting my nose to spite my face because I've already paid for the visit. So, oh, let me fix that. I said, you can't fix this. Once somebody does something in a car deal, in any kind of a deal, and you feel bad, it sours you. So I got home, and as I walked in the house, my wife was sitting on the couch, and she said, what happened at the vet's office?
2: You'd see it on your face.
1: No, they had already called. Oh. (laughs) And they adjusted the bill. They didn't charge me the thing. So when you go into certain places, don't ever let it become emotional. So we have a puppy and I have two other dogs, and I did something I said I'd never do again, have three dogs in a two-year span. Because, unfortunately, they all get old at the same time, and I lost three dogs in eight months, and it was horrible. So I was talking to, you know, the, and what's funny is you go in, and I told my wife, I feel like I'm doing a car deal. Because they start explaining everything to you, but then they don't tell you how much it is till you're ready to check out. So there was something I was looking for, and at the end of the day, it was a, a powder. And when they explained to me the thing, and all of a sudden we go to check out, and she says, well, everything else is covered. However, this stuff is $79. I said, you know, rather than buying it, I'll work with the dog a little bit more. We'll see what happens. So I buy my dog's pet food in a boutique kind of Dog food store. He's a
2: gourmet dog food shopper.
1: And the reason is my wife is convinced that we lost too many dogs to cancer. She'll never put anything that says a certain brand on it. We feed our dogs a grain-free dehydrated powder that you mix with water. So I happen to walk Doesn't in. Doesn't sound good. It's They love it. And, you know, we're not going to talk about that, but I got to tell you, I feel that from my dog's activities... Okay, I've never had healthier dogs through their digestive system. But the funny thing was I was telling the girl what I needed for the puppy, and I said, do you sell anything like that? And she said, you know, we do. And I walked over, and there's the jar on there, and it was $15. Now, the $70 charge plus at the vet's office was for five doses for the three dogs. I think I could use this jar for a year. Hopefully it works. What I'm talking about here is not about dogs. It's not about anything. It's every single business plays On your emotions. And if you let your emotions get better, the better of you. The one thing I can't say, when I meet somebody at a car dealership and they get out of the car after the test drive and they say, God, this car's amazing. Oops. You know, those are the things the salesman loves to hear. Or they get out of the car. That's the one. I explain to people, and I'm going to say this out loud, when we get there, if... You want something specific and then you decide that something that wasn't exactly what you wanted is there and you can live with it or you really like it. We don't tell them you really like it. We use it to your advantage. We explain if you
2: had to settle for that color because it's not what you want. What would you you do? What
1: would you give us? How much more? Now, I took a gal to a dealership, and she was 80 years old, and I got such a kick out of Maryland when we were in the car dealership. And when we were all done, she said to me, I didn't buy a car for 10 years because I hate dealing with this. I'm going to call you in three. We're going to get a new car in three years. And the funny thing was, when I showed up, I knew this salesman since 1992. And he says to me, Gary, what are you doing here with her? We don't have a car. There isn't one out there. And we won't have one. What are you doing? I said, just go along with me. So we're sitting and we're talking. And the woman had to have this color and this color interior. And all of a sudden, we walk outside. And I walk her over to where the inventory is <coughs> on the Lexus ES 350s. And I'm just walking through with her and she says, "Oh my goodness, what color is that?" And I explained to her, "Well, that's not what it looks like in the on, in the brochure." Well the brochures are a one inch by one inch square. You take a car that's a metallic paint and stick it in the sunlight and it is a metallic brown that when the sun hits it, it turns the car gold. She was like, "This car's gorgeous." I said, "No, it's not. you don't like it." Correct." So we went back in and she agreed that you know, she would buy that car. I said, "No, you're not buying that car." So I went back over to the guy and I said, "You know? She might live with this color if you give her another $1,000 for a trade. Now, always ask for more than you want. Because they'll never give you what you ask for. Very rarely will they give you what you ask for. So she was, I was explaining to her I'd be hoping to get 500 more. So when they came back about two minutes later after, the general manager went out and looked at the car and said, I can't give you another grand. I'll give you another 750 We Works. No, it's called a dog. Nothing to do with the vet. It's a dog and pony show. Nobody plays it better than Dana and I. I
2: I can assure you that we use all our skill sets, whether it's sucking up to them, whether it's kissing their butt, whatever it takes without lying, cheating, or stealing to get you the best deal possible. You can reach Gary at 602-525-1370 or me at at 602-679-8324.
3: The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement in customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey
0: First, was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches.
3: Three million Americans have glaucoma, and half don't even know it.
0: Eleven million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You
5: lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life.
1: So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early.
3: My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes, and I don't want to lose that.
4: Make a plan today to get your eyes checked.
5: Visit brightfocus.org to learn more.
2: Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Well, we haven't talked about this in a little while and, and really it doesn't affect Gary or I too much, but I, I still always kind of you know look at the paper and I look at different things. And this past week, Gary had sent me a text regarding something that frustrated him and I went ahead and Googled what I thought I would find to not have changed, and by goodness, it hadn't. And that is that you know General Motors sells close to 10 million cars worldwide a year. Um, Ford, around 6.5 million, plus or minus. Um, the Fiat Chrysler America, I don't know the exact total, but it's a pretty big number, several million, I assure you. And then I see... Tesla and when Gary had sent me a quick text all I did was text or Google market cap for Tesla and it's not motor company anymore but Tesla Inc and the market cap of the company was greater than General Motors greater than Ford and greater than Fiat Chrysler America.
1: And, and, and what struck me was, that what, what got to me was, and we're not a political show, we're not talking politics, I'm not saying who I voted for, but this is what I saw. They were talking about some of the tariffs that they were looking at imposing on steel. And Elon Musk made a comment that he's behind Donald Trump in these tax tariffs. Now, what i googled was and you can google this i'm not throwing the number out cuz the number's in the billions how much government funding has tesla received from the us government it's in the billions
2: and without you know being a show about tesla for sure i you know again for years it, it just baffles me that that even though, and here's another thing that I think about: they they only have like the sedan, right? Which mm-hmm. is which is a lovely sedan, but it's only one size. They don't, you know, they don't make a stretch version of it or a They Have shorter, a little
1: compact SUV with the gullwing doors,
2: which you know can obviously be real pricey. But but again, it's it's just one size.
1: Tesla Ten- Roadster. Now they're coming out with a, you know, when they start talking about building stuff that's a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar supercar. It's not for the general public. Of course not. What I, I, Dana's going to laugh. I should have brought some of these. I have a box in my garage, and the box is about four feet tall. And it's exactly the size, maybe an extra half an inch on each side, of magazines. And I pulled out all the magazines. The oldest magazine I had was a and Track, and it was from 1983. And the car on the cover was a Lamborghini Countach and I started reading about certain things. And when you read about these supercars and how much they were back then, but what made me laugh was I was looking at some of the covers and they were from the early 90s. So let's just call it 1991. 1991 was 27 years ago. They had pictures on the cover in a couple of these magazines of what a mid-engine Corvette would look like. It's finally coming. 27 years after they were on the cover of Road & Track, Automobile Magazine, and I looked through these things, and I and I kind of laughed at, you know, some of these cars that were supercars, and it says 0 to 60, 5.2 seconds. You can almost do that in a new accord, <laughs> but, you know, is
2: and not, we'll not talk about the fine company Tesla any longer other than to suggest that I, it simply, you know, doesn't make sense to Dana, never has. doesn't
1: make any sense to me.
2: And for the and I always people, yell
1: at Dana when he says he wants to talk about it, but I was so mad when I saw this <laughs> thing the other day.
2: So we'll segue away from there. And, you know, again, when you're purchasing a car, a lot of people, you know, of course, feel like, you know, rather than getting a new car they're going to, you know, save a bunch of money by getting a couple-year-old version of that car. And, and sometimes you absolutely can. You know, if it's a Chevy Malibu or, or depending on, you know, a vehicle that's, you know, typically a rental car-type vehicle, those vehicles depreciate substantially in the first couple years. And you can get a substantial savings in relationship to what a new one would cost versus a few year old one the area where that's not true is in the desirable vehicles that are in high demand that are things like say a Toyota Highlander or a Honda CRV or you know a vehicle that like a Toyota Tacoma or a Jeep Wrangler there there are certain vehicles that are are just really, really good and they hold their value so well that it's virtually impossible to have it make sense to buy it
1: used. You know, Dana was talking about deals. And I'm going to talk about a few things that I'll guarantee you, anybody listening, I'd be surprised if 3% of the people ever thought of these things. You go into a car dealership and you're looking for a specific car, And they have four, five, or six of them. Do you look for the oldest stock number?
2: If I were going to buy it and I wanted to get the best deal, I would try to find the vehicle that had been there the longest, which was your question.
1: Right. Now, when I worked at Chevrolet in 2004, there's quarters in your year. Every quarter, General Motors, price increased vehicles throughout the year. So, and it wasn't large increments. It was a couple of hundred bucks. But if you had a car that was delivered in the third quarter of 2003, and it was still a a 2004, but then you're in the third quarter of 2004, and the same car's there, it could be as much as an $800 difference. Now, another thing that I see today that you didn't see that often, when I'm talking about these dates... And the price increases. How many times do you see a rebate advertised and it says on invoices dated before 731, 2017?
2: New, but does happen now.
1: You know, so there are certain things that, and the dealership's not gonna share that with you. Now, I helped a gentleman, radio show listener, and he was in trouble. He did something he shouldn't have done. He ended up putting himself in a really bad negative equity situation. He had financed a car for 72 months, paid on it for a year, never called me, went into his credit union and refinanced the car for 84 more months. So we only had 60 months left. He just put another two years on the loan. So when we were trying to do the car, I said, Joey, do me a favor. Tell me the colors that you have that are the oldest inventory. And he didn't care. And he turned around and he said, this is the car that I have. That's the oldest car. So I sit down with the client and I explain, this is the deal you're getting on this car. And this is the reason why you're getting this. He's more motivated to sell this car because he's had it the longest.
2: He's been paying foreign interest on
1: it longer. And the salesman turns around and says, well, if you want, Matt, I'll bring up the other colors and show them to you. All right. Joey looks at salesman and says, do me a favor. When Gary's talking to the customer, you stop, quiet, and learn. Okay? If you're trying and you want to squeeze every penny out of a car deal, look for the oldest stock number you can find. Now, don't buy the wrong call for $20. bucks."
2: i will give you a few more after the break.
1: Remember, you can reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324.
3: Should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands
5: of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids and the Ad Council.
2: Welcome back to Your Car Insiders. A special thanks goes out to the Earnhardt family of dealerships. Um, you know, they've been a supporter of our show since our, our beginnings and Although we don't necessarily, you know, go into all the different Earnhardt dealerships, I can assure you that we've had over the years just a tremendous amount of help from them. I don't know a better way to say it because ultimately, in so many cases, you know, he referenced Joey. Well, Joey's personally gotten on the phone and gotten loans approved for both my kids. Um, and for numerous other clients of mine over the years, gone above and beyond.
1: Now you have to understand what Dana's talking about, though. You can't go in there. there there's got to be a reason why he picks up the phone. It can't. He doesn't do it just to make a car deal. If you, if there's a circumstance or there's a reason as to why your credit's in the situation that it's in, these guys for us sometimes will make phone calls.
2: Well, they, they, they absolutely will. And, and just separately, they understand that our sole purpose is to help our clients get the best deal possible and, and they get it. it, it How doesn't... interested
1: are the dealerships and market share?
2: Um, it's very important to them and the other thing that's really important to them is happy customers and I can assure you that with almost no exceptions when we help a client acquire a car they're going to give a perfect survey to the dealership because unlike many people that go into a dealership and don't know if they paid too much don't know if they got a fair deal don't know if they were treated right. They know 100% that they got a great deal, that they got as good as they could have ever hoped for. And that's why when we do collect the $400 fee at the end of the transaction, it comes out of what we save you. It's not an additional charge. It doesn't cost you $400 for us to look at your car deal. It costs $400 at the end out of what we saved you by helping you buy a car.
1: You know, and Dana just mentioned something really important and it's called surveys. And I'm a monstrous believer in surveys. And it's unfortunate that the manufacturers put way too much weight in the survey for the salesperson. And the reason I say that, customer goes into a car dealership, buys a vehicle, Salesman goes out of his way, and I mean goes out of his way, drives to the train station in Levine and picks up a Ford truck so the customer can get his car three days early. Then the customer buys the vehicle, and there's a discrepancy on something. It has nothing to do with the salesman. Customer writes things in the survey. Salesman gets a 50 on the survey.
2: Oh, God.
1: I will never, ever help the person again. I helped a gentleman buy a car. He sat in the general manager's office. The general manager handed him the invoice on the car, handed him the money factor, the lease rate sheet with the residuals, the money factors, hands it to him. Basically,
2: what he's describing as we go is he's giving him everything. He's giving
1: him the answers to the test before the test starts. Fills out everything right in front of the gentleman. And the gentleman gives the store an 80 on the survey because the transaction wasn't transparent. Now, if he calls me ever again for a car deal, he would either have to understand completely that the survey is 100% or I'm not helping. Our clients are important to us, but what's also very important to us is our relationships with the dealers, if we didn't
2: have the the ability, just knowing that you know stuff does not help you, just so we're clear, I, you know spending thirty years in the auto industry, spending all those years as a managing partner of a very big dealership, doesn't do any good at all unless you can use the knowledge to actually get the result that you're trying to achieve.
1: I'm going to make Dana laugh. And everybody knows this if you've listened to the radio show. Don't text me. Don't email me. Call me. I promise you if I miss your call, I'm calling you back. So when my daughter got her first Honda, dear friend of mine's a salesman in the dealership. And I go over with my daughter how the survey works and how important everything is. And one of the questions was, has the salesperson in the dealership reached out to you since you purchased the car? whether a phone call or this, and my daughter didn't get a phone call from him. And she didn't know to lie and say, yes, he called. She put no. So my friend calls me and says, you know, your daughter gave me a 90 on the survey. It was 10 questions, one of them was that. And I'm like, well, let me ask you a question. I'm not gonna use his name. Did you call her? Yeah. Did you leave a message? No. Didn't call then. surveys are so important to the dealers 602-525-1370 or dana at 602-679-8324 Earnhardt Auto Centers is proud to announce
0: the addition of Earnhardt Mazda. The team at Earnhardt Mazda, located at 15350 North Hayden Road in Scottsdale, is open to serve all Mazda owners and those who want a new Mazda. Come in today and let us walk you through our Mazda inventory, including new and used Mazdas with many different options. We are here to service all Mazdas and, of course, have genuine Mazda parts. Stop by the new Earnhardt Mazda today.
5: Them.
1: Welcome back to Your Car Insider's on 960 The Patriot. I was a little confused. I think it was Dana's turn to start. We we take turns. We laugh. It's you know it's it, it it's the one thing that I never worry about is getting along with Dana. And the the crazy thing is when sometimes she'll say to me, "Well, I didn't want to speak for you," or I'll say, "He can speak for me whenever," because if there's somebody he doesn't agree with or doesn't feel comfortable doing business with the odds of me wanting to participate in helping that person are diminished. And you know, I I, I was the other day I, I, when I stammer like that, it's because I get so aggravated sometimes. You know, if we're helping you, please don't call a dealership to see if the vehicle's available. Now,
2: do you, let me explain this. Let's just say hypothetically you're looking for a vehicle. You've spoken to myself or Gary and whatever you change your mind, you're thinking about something else. If what you need to do is call Gary or I, the problem with you calling a dealership and informing them that you have interest in the car.
1: And it's like the only one like it out there. Now, on certain instances, the color of the car doesn't matter if the math doesn't work. So I had a, I was dealing with someone that they're pretty specific on what they want. And they don't build a lot of $45,000 Kia Sorentos. They make a whole lot more LXs and EXs than they do SXs. So the gentleman sent me over. He was looking for this car. He sent me over. He was looking for that car. And it's nobody's fault. But his wife called the dealership to see if the car was available. So when I got home that night, I was trying to be proactive, and I was trying to call a buddy of mine to get him to get the car before we got there. Finally, I just reached out to the gentleman, and I sent him an email, and I said, the phone's a much better way to communicate with me. If you call me, I promise you I will call you back. And the funny part was when he sent me the car, before I called my friend, I sent him a quick text, or I'm sorry, quick email, and I called him. Are you aware the vehicle that your wife chose is the color, this color, with all wheel drive? Now, I laugh at that because it's really small in there. Now, what kicked me off was the dollar amount of the vehicle it made me assume that at that dollar amount, it's got to be all-wheel drive. Now, I'll never forget having a conversation with a customer that I basically told him when he was done talking to me that he had confused me with a salesperson in a car dealership and I was no longer interested in helping him. Now, he has a Lexus RX 350, okay, Now, he'd have the only one in the world, only one in the world, with four-wheel drive. Because Lexus doesn't have four-wheel drive in an RX 350. They have all-wheel drive. So, when you look at an MSRP on a Lexus, and it says AWD, it stands for all-wheel drive.
2: Their version of four-wheel drive.
1: Now, and the easiest way to explain it, four-wheel drive is mechanical. You can adjust, change things. You have four-wheel high, you have four-wheel low, you have neutral so you can tow a car. All-wheel drive is more of a computerized thing that works with transitioning power to wheels as they're losing traction. So he's telling me, he doesn't care what I say. He's got the MSRP right in front of him, and it says FWD on the MSRP, and that's four-wheel drive. Okay, <laughs> we – and I was done with them at that point, but –
2: Well, maybe there's a way. We're here to teach, guide, help, protect – serve not not to learn things that are silly and the f is for front wheel drive not for four wheel drive and some people you know honestly they deserve to pay too much profit they the dealers need you the nice people that go into the dealership and and arguably think that you know what you're doing. They need you to come in and, and be one of their clients and not have Gary or I help you because they need those big deals to offset the little ones. And again, the purchase of a vehicle isn't completed until you've signed... The final document, if you're writing a check, it's a check. If it's a contract, because you're financing, it's a contract. But until you're signing that document, you are simply having a conversation. And up until that point, you either have the scope of knowledge, relationship, and ability to do the things that Gary and I can help people do, or you simply don't. If you don't, call Gary. His phone number is 602 525-1370. I'm going to repeat it. 602-525-1370. He's either going to thrill you or he's not going to cost you a penny.
1: You know, it's, it's, it's something Dana was just talking about. Now, I got a phone call from a woman that had negotiated an entire car deal. Very nice lady on the phone. Now, if you're negotiating a car deal on a vehicle... And you can't find the vehicle the way that you want it equipped anywhere. And the dealership tells you, we located one. It's out of state and we're going to get you the car. You either negotiate the heck out of a car that they have in inventory or you buy the car. And for a couple of hundred dollars, don't let your nose as my mother's getting fr- in front of the deal. And I left the woman a voicemail and said, you know, I did. I called the dealership. I spoke to the general manager and he explained his thought process on the deal. I'm not going to get involved. And the woman was smart because she actually said to me when we spoke, please don't say anything to make them mad. I want to do the deal. I want to see. Now, I think if we would have started from the start, I truly believe Dane or I, if she'd have called Dane or, or, or me, we could have done a little bit better for her. But at the end of the day, by the time she pays the four hundred, even if we save her, would have saved her a grand, I didn't want to get in the middle after she had they would found the car. They'd already done all the work. Done all the work,
2: and the deal was done. And they'd earned the right. When you know, at least from my perspective, I don't know if you see it the same way, Gary. But if if they'd been. Really fair, and the lady already agreed to buy it. That that's not the time to to have us get involved. Yeah,
1: it's, it's you know, and, and the funny thing was she mentioned something. And one thing I'll tell you: if you call Dana and you call me, this is one thing I can promise you: you're going to hear the truth, not necessarily what you don't, what you want to hear. So she was talking to me, and she said, "I don't want to pay for certain equipment that's in the car. I don't want it." So when you buy a vehicle with all-wheel drive, not front-wheel drive and not four-wheel drive, but all-wheel drive, many of the manufacturers accompany that with a package called the Cold Weather Weather Package. package. And it's minimal. It's $300 in a $50,000 car. Well, I I don't need the heated seats. I don't want to pay for it. Then find a different car. Now, what you have to look at is if you're going to buy a vehicle that has all-wheel drive, and eventually you're going to want to sell it, you don't want to have the only one that doesn't have heated seats in it. Because, you know, I, I laugh. My wife has a Dodge pickup truck, okay? The three favorite options, heated seats, cooled seats, and a heated steering wheel, okay? She'll give up, a su- and she won't give up a power sliding rear window, and... There, those are things that y- you don't sacrifice. But if it's an item that's a few hundred bucks and it's not something that you can turn off, it's something that's there that you have to turn on for it to work. One of the things that makes me crazy today is these cars that shut off when you're at the stop sign. And you pull up to a light and the car shuts off. And then when you take your foot off the brake and you give it gas, the car starts back up. Makes me crazy.
2: Well, we all have our idiosyncrasies of our own. But for those of you out there listening, because we keep coming back every week, by the way. The, what we do actually does work. We've helped. You know,
1: We've I, been I, doing I, it seven years. It's kept us from having to go to sales meetings on Mondays and Fridays. It's give kept, sales meetings. Yeah, <laughs> You know, I, this is what I don't understand for the life of me. I've been in the car business for 30 years in October. The advertising in the newspapers was always on Saturday, was when you had your big car ads. I can't remember the last time I looked at a Saturday paper. But everything's online, everything's here, everything's there. But what I don't understand is how the dealerships sometimes get away with the advertising practices they use. Oh, my God. Now, I will always say this. Gary Hopper, three on your side. And I'm not picking on him. I think the guy's great. I love what he does to help people. But I've never seen them talk about anything that's happened in a major car dealership. Well, they can't,
2: Gary. You know that. Yeah. The advertising dollars and the revenue that they get from all these Car agencies it would be a conflict of interest for them their purpose is simply you know well I'm gonna leave that part alone yep. separately if you know if you don't need help if you feel like you have it all under control then you know needless to say there's no reason to call us if you know anybody or care about anybody that's in the market for a car even if you, of course, don't need anything or don't need our help or feel that you don't. You might be surprised, but we'll leave that alone. But whether it's a family member or a coworker, if it's someone you care about, please, because it doesn't cost anything to get our advice, please recommend that they give Gary a call or myself. Gary's number, again, is 602-525-1370 my phone number is 602-679-8324. As Gary mentioned, it's much easier to talk. If you send an email, we'll respond, I promise. We'll respond relatively quickly. However, it's best to call when you have, you know, a good five, 10 minutes, you know, perhaps, to kind of explain what it is that you have in mind or would like to do and If need be, we can always text or email as needed afterwards. But it's much better to talk because you can cover, you know, so many different things without
1: having to type it. Now, question for you, Dana. We started in March two thousand eleven. Yes, sir. How much did we charge? Four
2: hundred dollars if we helped someone buy a car. We're absolutely free if we didn't. What do we charge today? $400 $400 if we help someone buy a car or absolutely. Now, when's freight? the
1: last time you helped somebody from the radio show that you made $400? I don't remember. We don't because we make $400 that we split. Okay, we share all of our radio show clients. And what's it's not funny, but I've had when someone calls, I'm usually pretty good at figuring out pretty quickly. Am I going to help this person, or are they just looking for information? And they—I had a client once that—and it hasn't happened a lot. He actually took all the information that I gave him and went to a different dealership and bought the car. And I think he got—I think he thought I was going to show up at his house or something because I just—I explained to him what I thought of him, and enjoy your car to the best of because I don't need clients like that. Okay, when Dana and I help somebody from the radio show, it's 400 bucks. We split it. I've never not split it with Dana. He's never not split it with me. We work for you, not the dealers. We negotiate the entire transactions on your behalf. When somebody buys a used car and they're paying too much money for the car, I'll explain to them, you're the end user. What's the difference of paying a little too much if it's the car that you love It's the car that you wanted, and you can live with every part of the transaction. Remember, you can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. You can reach me at 602-525-1370. We are your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer.